0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode to The J.Loo Show. Uh, your host, José Luis, also known as J.Loo, a hint why the name of the podcast. I'm so excited to have you again another evening where you will have a great time because tonight's guest is somebody who, who just wait until you hear who she is, but without further We'll introduce her. Cheida. are you there? Hello, hello. <laughs> Welcome to the show.
1: What a privilege to have you here. Thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Uh, so I will tell
0: my audience a little bit about you, you don't mind. So they mm-hmm, get to 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 see, like, who is this woman? So Cheida <laughs> Doa uh, is a vocalist, pianist, and my favorite part of this mathematician i don't know if i said correctly because it's uh, hard for me to pronounce that word in english but and but she draws on her multicultural heritage and her upbringing in albania to blend traditions and sounds from across the globe into melodies for the soul Mm, i love this part (laughs) Sheida began playing and singing early on under the guidance of her mother a Berlin Conservatory pianist. She later taught herself the guitar. She has been a guest singer with Latin Grammy Award winning guitarist and producer Javier Limón. Just like, oh, nobody just says this out of the blue, right? <laughs> uh, uh, Sheila also writes and performs music to convey that our common humanity transcends differences. I love this part. We'll talk more about in a in a moment about that particular. Um, she demonstrates comfort across a range of genres, from Albanian folk tunes to classical and bossa nova. Uh, she is currently a doctoral student in mathematics at the University of Maryland. Yay, my alma mater, uh, which she refers as to her side gig. I mean, I know many people have that kind of side gigs, but you are very <laughs> humble. You are very humble. Uh, and she spent a grab year on a scholarship at the Berklee College of Music in Boston and speaks six languages fluently. Welcome to the show. I mean, I'm Thanks just like- so
1: <laughs> So
0: excited to be here tonight. So uh, how are you after this crazy year?
1: that's that's a hard question to answer i mean i think all of us are are feeling a lot of sorrow a lot of pain obviously yeah. people we've lost and and everybody but um yes very hopeful that the future the future will be bright so
0: yes and bright. one of the things that you do through your music is reminding us of that hope and that light at the end of the tunnel right
1: yeah that's that's what i try to do thank you and that's why i said to you about this uh i love the,
0: uh, this statement of your bio uh, that you write music and perform uh mm-hmm. to convey this idea that our common humanity transcends all our differences tell me tell me more about this um approach of yours
1: yeah you know for me music is i mean i think for a lot of us actually music is like a language right and it's a language that in a way, connects people, as, as you just said, across cultures, across races, across religions, across beliefs. And so I think it's such a beautiful tool to be used in order to really unite people, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's really kind of one of the main purposes that I feel like I have in my life, is to use this tool um, as, a, as something that I can help to create a better world through the unity that it brings and the bonds it creates.
0: Absolutely, and just for the listeners, the way that I met uh, Cheida was through a mutual friend who uh, mm-hmm. posted a, something on Facebook about a performance that you recently did uh, for Stratmore. For some of you who don't know, Stratmore is, is a place in Washington, D.C. with um, performances from everything from uh, concerts uh, plays everything and she did that uh, performance recently and and that's what you will when you go and check her out you will find out why she was there because your voice is just one of those voices she, that, that brings that as you mentioned not just like the concept of unity but that wonderful connection that music has and not just in one language but several languages Um, the fact that i was able to hear uh, music from you in spanish and in in english and in all your different languages that you were performing the different songs it was just incredible
1: thank you thank you strathmore is definitely a wonderful place i I really hope all the listeners can Go and check it out. Um, the, the mentors, Betty Scott and Kathy Fink that I have over there and Lynn Verno, who is my personal mentor, have really, really been very, very supportive and I have learned a lot from them. So it's really, really an incredible program for young artists to be a part of. So very yes. grateful for that.
0: And I'm going to make sure that I link the, the, the performance of your concert in, in, in our podcast so that everybody who is listening can go and check it out.
1: Thank you so much. That would be great. <laughs>
0: so how was it growing up and having a Berlin conservatory pianist as your mom?
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm very, very grateful for that. I think if I hadn't had that, I would be in a very different place, especially from a musical perspective. So, you know, growing up, first thing I heard in the morning was classical music. Last thing I heard before going to <laughs> my mom singing, singing me to sleep. So I definitely grew up with a lot of music. A lot of classical music, but also other genres. So that has definitely had a big influence on, on me and my musical career.
0: So at what age was uh, was it like you said, I want to be like my mom or I'm really into it?
1: I, I don't remember there being a time where I didn't feel that way, you know? It's <laughs> <Just laughs> always been, I don't know. It's just been what I have felt closest to and I felt was me. So I, I don't ever remember a time where, where that was not the case. And my mom actually, funny little story, she always tells me, she's like, I always knew you were going to be a jazz musician because when you were born and all the babies were crying in the hospital, I recognized you when you had to go for the vaccines or, I don't know, some, some shots because yes. all the babies were crying, wah, wah, and you were crying. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess she knew back then <laughs> oh my god that's a great story
0: she knew that you were going to be a jazz musician
1: yeah mothers always know huh
0: <laughs> they always know they always know and so so you grew up so tell us a little bit about how because obviously I, I see as you as the, the, the they call it the the world citizen you mm-hmm. have so much... Um, uh, blended traditions so why don't you tell us a little about where you grew up how you ended up in uh college park uh and so on
1: yeah sure so i grew up in albania my parents are actually not from there my mother grew up in germany my father in italy and they moved to albania in 91 right after communism Mm -hmm. um, and um, i consider myself albanian though because you know it's my home my first language is albanian and Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I lived there until I was basically I finished high school and then I moved to Scotland to study mathematics in Edinburgh. Long story short, after my bachelor degree, I realized that I wanted to give music a shot. So I ended up going to Berkeley College of Music for a while and then got married, moved to D.C. And so then I applied to UMD since I was in the area as well. And I'm now a third-year PhD student in the mathematics, in the AMSC program.
0: Wowzers! Wowzers! <laughs> Thank you for telling us, like, your, like, if, if your uh, book would be, like, 25 chapters, you, you just give us, like, a very nice, like, <laughs> I want to read this whole book. <laughs> so, uh, so, so tell me, so, it, because usually, uh, I haven't met or read, uh, about many, uh, musicians who are also in love with mathematics Uh, Mm -hmm. so tell us about your love about mathematics
1: yeah so you know it's interesting because a lot of people think that there isn't really a connection between those two but i strongly believe that there is a lot of a connection between the two and actually a lot of scientists were also musicians einstein used to play the violin i think in in some basement of a friend with some other maybe scientists too i don't remember Mm -hmm. but Interesting to, to see people who are interested in both those subjects or fields you know mm-hmm. and for me the thing that draws me to both math and music is the same feelings that I get and it, for me I, I describe it as this concept of attraction to beauty it's Ooh. something that I feel and I see when I do math when I write out an elegant proof I know it sounds nerdy but it is true that it gives me a kind of joy and pleasure mm-hmm. and it's thing that attracts me to music and the same feelings i feel when i play music or listen to some beautiful music so i i for me it's the feeling that connects me to both of those but i also know a lot of people who think there's a connection you know you can think of Bach's music as having a lot of patterns and having Mm -hmm. a lot of the same concepts that maybe a mathematician appreciates so i do think there's a lot in common
0: absolutely i love this attraction to beauty uh, to both to both yeah. uh, math and, uh, and music. And, and you're right now that you are saying it, I mean it's not like we think about this all the time when you play the radio, you go to your favorite playlist on Spotify. but it, it is true because in both there, there, there is no like cheating, right? Uh, yeah. the, a formula will work. <laughs> it's not like if you get it wrong, you get it wrong. In music too, right?
1: That's so true, yeah.
0: Whether it's playing the piano, you cannot cheat. I mean, you can, but people who don't know, they will know. But people who know, like, oh, that was not the right note, or yeah. the guitar and all of these things. So it's like almost like that uh, idea of um, uh, perfection, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, either when you are singing or you are playing uh, with other musicians, uh, and when you are doing like big things in, in, in math. Uh, but now I'm curious, so what, what, what uh-huh. is your specialty in, in, in your PhD program?
1: No, oh, that's a good question. I actually, I, I started off being more into pure mathematics. So I was doing a lot of abstract algebra and uh-huh. I really, really still love that field very much. But I recently have decided to go more into the applied field, so I'm working in the statistics department on something called network theory Mm -hmm. and with my professor vince lezinski who is an amazing professor everybody should look him up (laughs) and And i hope that he's listening to this podcast Uh, at some point (laughs) um, yeah so it's a very interesting field because there are a lot of applications especially recently even in you can think of a network, let's say, for example, Facebook, a social network, you know, mm-hmm. so, but there are obviously a lot of other applications as well, but that's one that most people can maybe relate to. And yes. I really love it because I'm doing a bit of everything. So I'm coding. I'm also doing pure math in a way, mostly linear algebra and statistics. So I'm doing a little bit of everything that I like.
0: Oh, wow. Well, which goes back to what you are saying, right? Like this idea when you are attracted to beauty, whether in music or in math, that's something that you're following and it gives you that feeling of, I want this.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
0: So tell me about your experience with uh, the the famous Javier Limón. How was that working with him?
1: Oh, that, that was actually a fun little episode because he is a professor at berkeley college of music so i met him when i was there but when i moved to washington dc he was coming with his um band let's say it's called oq original quartet okay um, one of the musicians was not able to make it so he knew that i was living there now and so he asked me if i wanted to basically sub in (laughs) (laughs) and um, it was interesting because i ended up singing a few songs of theirs but i also ended up singing a few albanian folk songs with him on the guitar which was very it was a lot of fun and very different to the way that i usually sing the songs because he brought in a little bit of the spice of flamenco and i don't know his own little touch you know Mm -hmm. so it was very very fascinating to see how albanian music can sound very different
0: That's amazing. It's not like every every day you get just a phone call from a Latin Grammy award <laughs> person like, "Hey, That's are you sick. free tonight? We have yeah. a little gig going on, and we want an amazing singer, and we thought of you." <laughs> <laughs> it was very like. Uh, and then uh, this this um, uh, so, what is your like? Your, I know that somebody who speaks six languages. And 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 so many different uh, genres. Do you have a particular one that is uh, a favorite of yours?
1: Yeah, so I love bossa nova mm-hmm. and jazz and samba. That's kind of my my soft spot. Uh-huh. Uh, growing up in Albania, you know, um, basically after communism as well, though jazz wasn't really that big. And so one of our friends had given us this CD of Toquinho, this Brazilian musician singing samba and bossa nova music in Italian, which is super random. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so every time we had friends over for dinner, my parents would put on his music. So I kind of grew up with that CD. And it was the first taste, I guess, I got of this style of music. And mm-hmm. since then, it's always been... Definitely one of my favorites, and I sing a lot of that genre now a lot of bossa nova, a lot of samba, jazz. That's
0: awesome. Well, we are going to let our listeners where they can find you, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. So, uh, both of your parents uh, are musicians, or
1: no? Well, my dad used to play the guitar and sing when he was younger, but. Mm-hmm. He... Yeah, he's not a professional at that.
0: <laughs> yeah, because sometimes having both parents being like, Berlin, conservatory <laughs> level, it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna be a musician, <laughs> or the uh, contrary, right? <laughs>
1: that's true. That's true. <laughs> yeah. And
0: so, as as for right now, I always ask my guests um, a few questions. So. What is it that you are most grateful right now? I know that, it's, as you mentioned, it's been a, a crazy year and a half for everybody, but what are, what are you most grateful right now, Sheida?
1: You know, that there, there's so many things that I feel like I've realized in the last year that we take for granted, even just having a job, being able to study. Being Definitely. able to have a conversation on a phone and owning a phone, owning a laptop, you know? There's so many yes. people, so many children who, who go to school and have to read everything on their little phone now because they don't have a laptop. So many little material things that, that we take for granted. Water went away yesterday here for a whole day, so now I'm grateful that we have water. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <The little things. laughs> but obviously, I'm also grateful for, for bigger things. And the fact that I feel like I, I have purpose and meaning in life, you know, that I've, I try to serve a common good, I think is something that I'm very grateful for because I feel like a lot of people out there don't have that necessarily, so.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Having a purpose is almost like you won the lottery, right?
1: Exactly. No, for sure, yeah.
0: So, so uh, as you mentioned, all these little things that we took for granted, right,
1: mm-hmm. it was like
0: having coffee with a friend in person without a mask uh, or as you mentioned just all the things that we sometimes assume oh everybody should have a laptop Well, that was not the case for every kid that had to go through to um going to classes on online and just like you mentioned the fact that sometimes there is no water for a whole day right and then you, you remind yourself like oh like opening the faucet it's almost like it should be there right
1: <laughs> exactly yeah you, you you're not grateful until it's gone then you realize
0: that's right
1: you need it <laughs>
0: that's right that's right and what what else what, what what are your um as you mentioned you have a lot of uh a few uh concerts coming up uh yes. what are your projects working tell us all about it
1: Yeah. so i have some exciting projects that I'm working on. First of all, I have a concert and a workshop coming up in July at Strathmore. Ooh. I'm pretty sure they will be in person, so hopefully some of you will be able to come. And then I am actually working on my first debut album right now. I haven't really told anybody yet. <gasps> this is this now is, people will know.
0: <laughs> you heard this on the Jay Lu show. You didn't hear it on, on CNN or... <laughs>
1: PBS
0: or NPR, The Tiny Little Desk, you are <laughs> her here. Oh my gosh, tell us about it. And I'm so honored that you were able to tell us this. So tell us more. Yeah,
1: no, and so it, it is going to be a, basically everything that I talked about, it will be a combination of different genres, different artists. I will have a few very big names, let's say that, that people might recognize on there. I actually, I will just mention them at this point, since they ready to <laughs> <work
0: through. laughs> This podcast is going to uh, be like one of the most valuable podcasts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll be having some collaborations with Shai Maestro, who's an incredible jazz pianist. Wow. Nando Michelin, who's another incredible jazz pianist. So Shai Maestro is from Israel. Nando Michelin is from Uruguay. I will have Harold Lopez Nusa, who is from Cuba, with his band, joining me in one song. Wow! Angodeli, as a percussionist, who actually used to be Carlos Vives' percussionist for a while. Wow,
0: sirs. Um,
1: yeah, I'm really, really excited for all these collaborations, which actually were possible mostly because of COVID, mm-hmm. because you know a lot of people have more time, are home, can record, <laughs> so I was able to have. Everything happened remotely basically. I recorded most of the music in Albania while I was there and now I'm putting everything together and yes, hopefully it will come out soon. Oh my
0: god, congratulations in advance.
1: Thank you. I'm very, very
0: excited. Yes, I can't wait (laughs) to actually like um to listen when it comes out and thank you again for Sharing this, uh, and nobody has heard it before. But I, I feel very, very humbled that you share this amazing news. Especially as you mentioned, is just having all these co- collaborations and, and and being able to do this. Uh, just kind of like the goodness of what's going on for mm-hmm. for all of us uh, who will always uh, appreciate the art of music right because it's always something that you mentioned that gives us some hope and gives us some um, joy uh, and, and I don't know if you have seen that um, as some people call it the cheesy bumper sticker of uh, life wouldn't be fair without music
1: mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I
0: totally believe it it's like I can't imagine life without music right yeah. uh, through the ups and downs and the hard times and the good times um uh, so like, I'm so excited for this album.
1: Yeah, me too. I can't wait for you to hear it.
0: <laughs> so is it like coming soon in the summer or is coming soon in the autumn?
1: The to be determined.
0: <laughs> oh, that's even better because now we are now just like looking forward to.
1: <laughs> yes, but soon. Soon.
0: And so we'll keep an eye on that and just for one of the things that I just wanted to, um, to, well, obviously, this is a big one. The one is in July, in, uh, hopefully in person as a Stratmore, as you yeah. mentioned. And, and obviously, this big secret news of the your own anybody. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> except whoever is listening to The Yellow Show, you got the, the, the VIP news over here. Exactly. Um, what 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 else is uh, is is it um, something that you are going to be working in the near future with? Um, with obviously, you also have that side gig. Uh, you still have to do all <laughs> of this fancy stuff, but you still have to go into um, going. Are you still doing online? Or are you thinking that you will be also in person future?
1: For you mean for school or?
0: Yeah, for school.
1: Yeah. So. Actually, in the fall, I think we will be going back to in-person, but I'm done with all my coursework, so I'm doing mostly research now. So. Ah, okay, so and even better. Classes and things. Yeah, so I have meetings with my professor, but mostly working on my own right now.
0: Oh, that's exciting.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm also trying to keep up the music. I had a performance here in St. Martin last Saturday and one the week before, so trying to play as much as I can wherever I am. Um, in person and online as well.
0: I love it. I love it. and obviously the more, the more that all of us get to hear your amazing voice and your talent and and, and your writing. and obviously we can wait for the album. <laughs> so I always invite uh, my guests just um, in a final uh, kind of segment of the of the show Jada to mm-hmm. to to play a little game if you are up for it. Sure. Uh, We get to ask you questions and then you get to basically tell us the truth. And and so for our listeners to to also get to to know the side of you as a human. So now they know that fancy singers and performers like you also go through the troubles of not having water for a whole day. Uh, so I'm going to ask you a few questions so that we get to know the real deal about you. So are you ready for the first question?
1: Um, I guess.
0: <laughs> okay, so what is your preference? Coffee or tea?
1: Coffee.
0: <laughs> and how do you like your coffee? Coffee, Shelly.
1: coffee. Just black.
0: Just black, no black sugar, no nothing. What is your favorite food?
1: My husband always makes fun of me for saying this, but salad, he says, salad (laughs) is not food. It's not a
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is a real meal. Well, let me change the subject. What is your favorite cuisine? And maybe there is a salad in a particular cuisine that you really like, maybe like salad in the Mexican cuisine.
1: I don't necessarily have a favorite cuisine, but um, I'm actually vegan, so I don't eat any meat, no dairy and other things. So anything that involves vegetables and fruit I I love.
0: (laughs) Perfect. Love it. Um, What is your favorite? I know that because you've been in a lot of places, this might not be a fair question, but do you have a favorite city or country?
1: Hmm. I'm a very big patriot and... I love my country (laughs) And I hope everybody can go to Albania one day It's a beautiful, beautiful place Beautiful people Um, We have the mountains, we have the beach And yeah, it's kind of a Still a well-kept secret So if you want a little bit of an adventure Now now everybody
0: knows It's funny because so many people Have been saying about uh, Albania That is that, as you mentioned That That country that is is still like no as um, every other country that is like like full of tourists. Um, So thank you for uh, for sharing that with us because I know that sometimes we are biased with our home where we were born and where we grew up. But um, yeah, it's it's, it's on my list. And what is it? For sure,
1: it's a beautiful place.
0: And is there a particular place in Albania that you love?
1: Yes, actually, I went there for the first time this year with my husband and my family. There is this mountain, I guess, it's not a very tall mountain, called Mount Chica. If you ever get a chance, it's basically close to the the beach, so Mm -hmm. you're hiking up the mountain. And we were in the snow and we could see the, the beach. There was oh amazing. my gosh. You had the best of both worlds.
0: That sounds yes, like almost like a beautiful, uh,
1: beautiful place.
0: Like a, out of uh, Utopia, right? You have the snow, the mountain and the beach.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it really was. It really was an incredible experience.
0: And what is it called again? Uh,
1: yeah. Chica, C-I-K-A. Oh, Chica like, a, a different, yeah, Mount Chica.
0: Like the little Spanish word of, hey chica, como estas? <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a few co-workers who also, if they are listening, we have this uh, little uh, group chat and we call Chico and Chicas. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, we are like, yeah. you know, you have your BFFs at work and we always, Chico, Chica, how are you? Good, <laughs> like, oh, good. Well, now, now we know that there is a mountain in Albania called Chica that has both <laughs> the snow and you can see the ocean exactly alright two more questions, I know it's been a tough game, right? Sorry, thank you for for bearing with me, these are tough
1: West questions thing <laughs>
0: <laughs> what is your favorite movie?
1: ooh, that's a hard one, cause mm. Do I need to answer? (laughs) I haven't really watched movies in a long time.
0: No, you don't need to answer because Uh, then I have a better one. I'm going to say a
1: very cheesy one.
0: Tell me, which one is the cheesy one?
1: Okay, okay. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Which one?
1: The cheesy one is August Rush. August Rush. It's a movie about actually. This little boy who finds his parents through music. But one of the recent ones I really loved has been Coco and the music. So, Mijo is a song that I often sing in my concerts now and I was inspired by listening to it in Coco.
0: That's right. That's right. Oh yes, it's yeah. a great movie, great music, great story yeah. about
1: the a Mexican very nice life after death somehow to, to children as well. It's very, very I really loved it.
0: Yes, an amazing 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 movie. Uh, and the last one which is not well, this is the last one before I go into the deep one uh what is your favorite ice cream flavor lemon lemon i love lemon refreshing love clean always good for the summer after eating a meal cleanses your palate yeah you can never go wrong with lemon
1: so that's the right answer good. that's the right
0: answer you see I, uh, I told you that I was going to be easy on you, there was not going to be a tricky question uh, but we have had such an amazing time with you uh, I truly appreciate you just giving us a little bit of your time and I'll make sure to put all the, all the uh, links that you would like me to share uh, so that people know where to find your music any upcoming events like you mentioned like the July workshop and from us at the strathmore Mm -hmm. Uh, so i will just leave uh to you the the floor for one more thing if there is anything that you would like to to share with my audience um whether it's a life lesson or something that you would like to to leave us with what would that be
1: so one of the biggest life lessons for me has been that we i think we always underestimate what we can achieve as people like I never thought I would be able to do both math and music I always thought either one or the other and I think as a society we're not necessarily very open-minded to people doing that thing so Mm -hmm. I want to really really encourage especially the young people listening to this show Mm -hmm. you know to just go with your passion and go with what you feel you can achieve because I think everything is possible as long as you, as long as you want it, and I think the best thing is if if you want it, but if it also has a purpose behind it, through which you can try to make the world a better place.
0: Well, I couldn't say myself better because you know I love these kind of nuggets, and so thank you for for sharing this. What a wonderful way to end this fun episode with you um and 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 it's as you mentioned for the young people and also young people it's never too late in life um to 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 um that everything is possible uh and and never underestimate what you can achieve and especially like you mentioned once you put it together with a purpose to make this a better place Mm -hmm. Um, the possibilities are endless and 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 well I am I am I'm living happy and with a smile (laughs) in my heart for uh, we met through a friend you were so humble and very very nice to me Shay that you I reached out to you and said hey would you like to be on this little podcast and you said sure why not you didn't <laughs> ask me like so how many millions do you have because I only do five <laughs> and above uh, so I just wanted to make sure that my listeners also know that, that you are a very uh, humble authentic uh, just like a good human uh, who you um, again didn't know much about me but accepted my invitation so thank you thank you thank you so much for accepting it
1: such a pleasure to be on your show
0: yes like they say (laughs) now it's for life the podcast lives on the internet 10 years from now somebody will listen to this and then they will have that message that you said to us at the end and and that was my whole purpose of creating this show so Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, thank you so uh,
1: much for inviting me and for creating this show and for inspiring people through your podcast. It's oh, really thank you so much. Yeah.
0: Thank you. And I look forward to seeing you. I mean, one of the good news for me is that you have uh, to do a few performances in the area that you uh, <laughs> have to be back at some point in Washington, D.C. So I look forward for the day that we can actually meet in person and, meet- and, and, and for me to also share with my audience your your debut album that we are looking forward to it.
1: Yes, for sure, for sure. Thank you so much. Thank you, shayda
0: Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in again. This is the Jaylu Show, and your host Jose Luis Shaira Doa. Wonderful to have you, and wonderful. And I'll see you very very soon. Good night, everybody.